You're listening to DraftKings Network. segment we talk about so much we talk about tata martino we talk about wayne rooney was he getting liddy on an airplane coming back from dubai was he out like a light out like a light who knows was he popping pills we'll have to find out <laughs> also how many people are going to scotland that's right I'm, i think i'm going to scotland because i'm wearing my celtic kit uh also in the second segment we talk about some of the debates about uh you know what why is the future of mls what is the future of liga, liga mx should they be one giant thing uh some of our gully squad members let us know all this and more today on the cooligans hey this is alexi lawless there is nobody in u.s soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Hello! Yes! Welcome! We are here in New York City! So happy to be back in our studio. That's right. We uh, It's been, what, two, two weeks? Yeah, we've been on the phone. I need to see your pretty face. <laughs> my, my face is here. <laughs> Finally. Touch, touch my face. <laughs> That's what I do. That's how we start the show. <laughs> what does everyone wonder what goes on when I yell, yeah, baby? <laughs> it's me making contact with those high-ass cheekbones of yours. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Cooligans. We are here at the Hack and Tack Meridian Health Stage 17 at the top of Madison Square Garden. Scrap. <laughs> get, get, get. <laughs> that's right uh and uh we are excited to be back we yeah we have been on the phone you know and people people when we're on the phone they don't the, like the energy the energy's a little different yeah it's it's uh you take it down notch i take it down notch. <laughs> it seems you odd know? but also we tend to do those at like midnight <laughs> i got a, a, i got a lady who works yeah <laughs> sleeping we, on the other side we, we we talk to each other on the podcast like we're we're trying to hide a secret relationship <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. from our wags i told you not to call me <laughs> <laughs> at this time well how dare you podcast this late <laughs> she's gonna find out i swear to god <laughs> i can't quit you <laughs> welcome to the cooligans podcast man yes this is a soccer show most of the time people start listening uh, we get we get comments on youtube all the time they're like i've been listening to the show for six minutes didn't hear one thing about soccer yeah and you're not gonna <laughs> not in the first six minutes <laughs> what do you think this is all right yeah. you don't know we this is the foreplay to the you, soccer you want us to just jump right in <laughs> we ain't charging you by the hour <laughs> okay all right we charm you into the soccer right? we make you want it it's a gfe <laughs> we're it's a girlfriend experience we're here <laughs> i right? didn't know what the acronym meant you didn't know that? i didn't know no i haven't we're I haven't. here we're gonna relax <laughs> everyone around us at this dinner is gonna think we're actually a couple <laughs> take it easy oh man we didn't is, even get the apps yet this is that cool against 2019 energy okay yeah. So yeah. you, better get, you better get used to that it. Patty Lapone energy. <laughs> oh man, what this? Look, uh, politics. The government is shut down. And shout out to I'm sure there's government employees. I like, shout out to the government for being <laughs> shut down. That's what you're gonna say. No, shout out to government employees. There's there's easily like yeah. what. 500,000 workers that, that are not being paid or even or not working at the moment. Dude, Christian and I are about to fly in two days. Yeah. Or I guess while you're listening to this tomorrow. 
please TSA, <laughs> just one more day of showing up to work, <laughs> or please air flight control, whatever that's it, whatever that's whatever. people are called. You need to go fund please. me, go fund me for TSA. Please. We might have to do that. Just <laughs> show up for one more day. Look, hopefully, if anybody listening to this does work for the government and is not being paid, hopefully we can cheer you up a little bit because you ain't. I know you ain't got no money. We'll make you laugh. <laughs> we'll make you laugh. <laughs> just think of us, two comedians looking at our bank accounts. <laughs> okay, we know a little bit about not having money. <laughs> yeah, okay. we know. We know all about not getting paid. <laughs> yeah. My, financially, I've been in a shutdown for years. <laughs> uh, I thought Trump was going to change things, uh, but it has not revived my comedy career. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Yeah, so, welcome to the show. My name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. We are your two favorite stand-up comedians out in New York who host the funniest soccer podcast that you've ever Listen to by yeah. far, and it is not only the funniest soccer podcast that you've ever listened no, to. No, it is though. It's not. It's not exclusively that. No, it's more than that. It's more than that. And one of the other things that it also is, because it definitely is the funniest. It's also the goddamn gulliest. The gulliest. All right. And if you don't, if you don't know what gully is, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna start figuring it out throughout the show. You hear about that in the first six minutes. <laughs> okay, I'll very tell much, you that very much so. All right, we talk about gully <laughs> in the first six. In get, fact, we we actually talk gully. You get G checked <laughs> those first. We're going to press you in the first six minutes. Gag and press. Okay. So <laughs> we're going to gag and press. Shots at your window. <laughs> so uh, we usually start the show always just by by uh, showing love to the people who show love to us, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And we've been getting some very some very fun reviews on iTunes. Yeah, that, we're not just the funniest podcast. We also get the funniest reviews, man. That's Our right. reviews are just I, I would the put, best. I would, I would put it up against uh, other podcasts, and, and as far as... Th- Our th- reviews are better to read than it is to listen to Men in Blazers. I'm saying it. Our reviews <laughs> are better to read than our show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that also may be true. <laughs> Y'all are too funny. <laughs> Y'all need to chill. So, no. Also, so, speaking of uh, of uh, that other show, this is... This is I, I'm really this review because it is it, it's it's funny it's also a pers- purposeful troll on us and 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 speaks to uh and really gets under our craw right is uh, this the short one this is the very short yeah, yeah, one yeah, this this is a, so when this i is read by- this i was just like damn it <laughs> but, thank but i got read i mean like yo you you bring in the heat on the reviews you you get read so this one he this uh this is from antonio yacht yeah <laughs> uh, so he goes. Uh, this the subject is five stars, five stars, and it, and the subject is very confusing so far. Just I want you to know there they there are no men in blazers. They are no men in blazers. Yeah. Uh, so okay, all right. Shots fired. Five stars. <laughs> five stars. They're correct. You're oh, not men in blazers. I don't, this is not an. I don't know if this, this is not an insult. This no. is just so far as facts. This is all facts. <laughs> five ass. stars. We are not men in blazers. Yeah. Uh, and this is very clear. Okay. And then, uh, in the sub, in the, uh, the the rest of the message, it goes. Uh, they ain't as good as MIB. But they all right. Yeah. Hey, yo, Antonio, say it to my face. <laughs> my face, Antonio, and my, my very pretty face. Yeah, that hairless face is. <laughs> and when I say, say it to my face, I specifically mean Christians. Because you will be very distracted, <laughs> yeah. and it may be difficult for you to say something so mean. Because I'm going to blink. I'm going to blink my long eyelashes real quick at you, Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, it says, one out of one listeners found this re- review helpful. Really? Mad disrespectful. Really? You know he did it himself. Who, who co-signed that? You know he did that himself. <laughs> Let's be honest. I want to read Atletico Atlanta. Okay. Um, put the greatest pod in soccer. Five stars. Look at that. Look, 
Nobody likes Man City. <laughs> and nobody likes watching soccer in baseball stadiums. But NYCFC can be viewed as a success solely thanks to these two being interested in MLS and putting on this pod. Wow. City Football Group. Hey, Atlantico you're listening to this? Atlanta. <laughs> hey! Massive amounts of money organization. <laughs> Toss some at us. That'd be cool. You know, look, we'll make this financial fair play thing go right yeah. out the door. Are Nobody you even... Do you have any idea how much expenses we can make for you? How many write-offs? Okay, the sponsor, the sponsor of the show, I, surprisingly, and this is what we charge everybody. Yeah, this is everybody. It costs $52 million. $52 million. Pounds. <laughs> pounds. Sorry, yeah, yeah, Pounds yeah. sterling, clearly this we don't... Pounds. <laughs> GBP. <laughs> Great. British pounds, and we will salute the queen <laughs> on every episode. I will start wearing Etihad Airways on my chest yes. everywhere I go. I, I, I was gonna think like the, like the, the the king of Dubai or something. Not not even the queen. No, <laughs> I'll, I'll salute whoever you want. Are you out of your mind right now? Okay, so look, uh, I mean, thank you for that. I mean, look, I don't know how much uh, influence we have on the success. Or, or or failures of NYCFC, you know they're they're they, having a couple they, issues. They they did bring us to the league. Okay, yeah, and go getting into the league brought us to this. I know I wouldn't even say that. I, like I'm getting because uh, we supported MLS before. Yeah, but MLS loosely, too. loosely, yeah, not we're enough casual. to have started a podcast. No, not even close. So, no. And in fact, Cooligans would have never the happened. Hype, the hype in the city of a new team yeah. and that that was like Cooligans would have never happened if you and I didn't stand next to each other and just kind of touch each around. other's faces. Yes, right. I agree. This is all before the game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <if> we, <laughs> Look, we're all we all have superstitions, yeah. and we, we all didn't be butt to butt. <laughs> that one time and our energies combined. Uh, <laughs> if we didn't stand next to each other at the games and kind of joke around and, and look at each other and be like, wait a minute, are people around us think we're funny, right? Yeah. We're, no, we're comedians. We've had podcasts like, yo, why don't we do this for real? seems like there's a way to be funny about soccer. And here we are. Yeah. I so mean, look, even if uh, NYCFC will always hold a dear place in our hearts because yeah, that's of, what that of, was. This all they started that because was, of them. That was the first uh, domino to fall. Yes. And what got us here. And of course we're Latinos. So we're talking about Domino's <laughs> and not the pizza. My <laughs> no, guy. Definitely not the pizza. The domino. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, let's, let's get going on the show with obviously the biggest news in global soccer the biggest news possible uh, right out well, speaking of airports uh right out of uh, right out of uh, uh is it Dulles or Dulles I don't even Dulles. know it, Dulles okay so right out of Dulles airport uh in uh in in Maryland right yeah. or is, it, is this Virginia where is Dulles located I believe it's in Virginia is it okay okay yeah. so you know cl- where like- apparently it's illegal to be a lad yeah <laughs> <laughs> huh? okay it's this a, is an assault on British culture. It's an assault on the the, the Scouse <laughs> yeah. accent. The Scouse, they're beautiful. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful accent. You can't understand it. The question is, how many people would like? How did the American officer know he was swearing? <laughs> so look, there's okay. Here's a, if you haven't heard about this, where have you been? But yeah. Wayne Rooney arrested for in, like six hours. By the way, it, it, six six hours longer than I've been arrested. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. How many times have you done it? Like, I, might, I might get a free sandwich. <laughs> Which if I get one more tick tick on this thing. <laughs> uh, he Dwayne Rooney was arrested in December, uh, flying back from uh, the Emirates or something like that. I don't know where he was flying from exactly. Um, he was fly, flying back from a. He did a one day long promotional trip from Dubai. To Dubai, from du- Dubai, yeah. So he had a long trip. 
you know, just like Drake did. You know, he popped a couple yeah. to sleep on the plane. And I guess at some point woke up and was like, I, I should have a beer. You know, I should, <laughs> uh, I should have a pint. I thought you were supposed to be out like a light, yeah. Wayne. What happened? <laughs> like a light. Like a light. Um, so he, he apparently drank and then he got disoriented, comes off the plane. And I, I don't know if he went to a bar or this was just coming off the plane. I was, I'm assuming, look, he's on, he, the, I'm looking at the photo and he's on like a, you know, a, either a private plane or a, a, like first class. He's on his he's own seat. one of those seat. fancy joints. Fancy, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a, it's like yeah. a bed. Yeah, he's not in coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not, he's not ne- sitting next to just some lady. You know? <laughs> no, he's not in the middle seat. <laughs> he is the row. <laughs> My guy is the row. Yes. So uh, this happened, uh, this is uh, reported uh, by The Athletic. Uh, Paul Tenorio and Pablo Mora, two uh, two heroes that have been on this show. Uh, yeah. And thank you for your Although, remember, courageous Pop- reporting. Because some people have. Pablo Mora is a snitch, though. You oh. can't be dipping your cookie oh, in on your the, drink. On the Goya. Yeah. 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 You, Boy, into look. your beer. <laughs> just being Cuban. <laughs> You're just out here being Cuban. Apparently, being British and being Cuban are illegal. <laughs> Not allowed in this country anymore. <laughs> so, uh, because some people are giving them, like, some some grief over. Uh, the fact that this is like how is the athletic reporting? This is like this is TMZ, whatever. Yeah. It's just like nah, nah, man, man, a player got arrested. A player got arrested, and n- we don't find out about it till three weeks after. Yeah, imagine if the athletic was around when the whole uh, Kyle Aaron thing happened. Exactly, they would have had it covered. They wouldn't been like girls getting messy in Orlando. <laughs> they wouldn't have said that. They would have. This like, is the player very arrested. important news story yeah. that should be uh, should be discussed, right? Uh, but and obviously the reason it it, it kind of seemed at less significant or less important was because of what he was arrested for. So he was arrested for public public swearing and intoxication, which is a class four misdemeanor. Which is like he's not, you know, they're not gonna deport him uh, for for this. And he he ended up. Uh, uh, he was yeah, and it doesn't re- mess with his uh, like A one whatever. Yeah, yeah. So he was released on his own recognizance and paid a, and paid a twenty five dollar fine on January fourth, according to the records. So, so basically, what happened is he must have caused a scene on the airplane, and when he came off, you know, if you cause a scene, the police are waiting for you when you get there. And he was like, yo, don't fucking arrest me. And then that's it. <laughs> that's it. You were, that's you were, it. You went too far. Yeah. But <laughs> also, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you can't arrest me. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a mank or whatever, uh, a scouse accent. Oh, it, no. It, like, uh, that Liverpool accent is like, yeah. Me, me getting arrested. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? You going to do that? <laughs> so, look. Uh, so, it's obviously it's like not a serious thing, and and but he's he's definitely he, he should have smiled in the mugshot. <laughs> if it's not a twenty five dollar fine, but the you fact that smiled. there's a mugshot for a twenty five dollar fine is just <laughs> yeah. like oh really? At that point, just use it to get a good passport photo. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, can you just bring me, bring yeah. me this? Because like, hold on, let me Google what size I need. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, just use it for something. Yeah, so it's like I don't necessarily. I paid twenty five dollars already. You know, he he said that it was uh what you like you just said uh, the sleeping he took a sleeping yeah he took a sleeping aid uh to go to sleep on the plane yes and I guess that plus the alcohol which he's sitting front he's sitting first class it's free anyway bruh what the drugs the zans? no probably that too <laughs> but no the alcohol can I get some whiskey and some zans yeah. please <laughs> yeah. oh sure I don't know why everyone's English all of a sudden uh, but he was also in Dubai which I don't think has alcohol right. 
it has alcohol. It's illegal. It's quote unquote illegal. I've been to Dubai and there's plenty of alcohol to go around. It's just like it's 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 more of a it's not a reli- it's a religious reason Muslims don't drink alcohol. Yes, but they uh, it's there. It's like but it's it's like the, it's one of those unspoken rules like don't drink it, but it's everywhere. It's very much like that. I'm yeah. confused. It's that's how it is. If you go to a club, there's it's, alcohol. I don't think the it's not illegal in the country. It's just like it's like. You drink alcohol and you're a bad Muslim. That's I think that's the mentality, especially specifically in that. Just hanging bacon around, me like, huh? <laughs> just trying to don't, tempt you. Don't do it. No, you know you smells should. good. I know, but don't. I mean, but no. Like, it's a, but Dubai in particular has so many tourists that and they want their damn alcohol. Yeah. I, when I was in Dubai, I almost got. Oh, into so a, I see. It's not illegal. It's just religiously. You. I if almost, you if you if you acknowledge that religion, you should not drink it. But yeah, for you or me going there, yeah. there's alcohol for us. Exactly. But gotcha. when I was in uh, Dubai, this was in like, I think this was in 2007, something like that, 2008. I uh, almost got into a fight with, uh, with an English guy and a Scottish guy. They were there for like work and they were trash. They were, they were Rooney drunk, right? Yeah. So <laughs> they gave the fuck away from me. But once uh, I told them I was American, they just, yo, I can't, I can't, I swear. They were just like mad they were just mad at me for being there they just said their their tone everything changed and it was just like the the scottish dude was like way more drunk and he was like trying to get me i'm like not easy to like get stir up and really like you're not gonna rile me up like yeah. uh, it's just like unless i'm seriously in like fear of my life or something like that but he was like trying to egg me on try to say things so that i could like get angry at him or fight him back and i'm just like yo you're just being ridiculous i yeah. don't know what also you're yelling at the pole not me <laughs> turn around my guy <laughs> yeah dude it was uh it's a it's a weird place don't go to dubai it's not really i don't know it's not really i i i, I there's no like real genuine culture there no it's the, like the, vegas yeah the country's just like it's like five years old and yeah. or whatever so go if you want who cares there's alcohol there <laughs> But he went, flew back, got arrested. Wasn't that big a deal. I just think they have to do that. If you make a scene on an airplane or something, they have to arrest you. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, you know, it's customary at this point. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, yeah you're coming back to America. You got to get arrested. You're being yeah. Look, this is part of, uh, you know, this is, this is you getting like, uh, uh, you know, in, into the fraternity. Yeah, you know? imagine like, you went to America and didn't get arrested for swearing. Wouldn't you feel like you missed out, you know? <laughs> you, we can't even trust you at this point. You but know? I do uh, shouts to uh, Just Andrew now. Yeah, yeah. CL Andrew mm-hmm. was like, "How dare you not respect our culture <laughs> of being drunk, disorderly, and swearing?" Shouts to Andrew, man. That's super fun. Yeah, I wish. I mean, I, I think the the luxury of being Wayne Rooney in America uh, is the reason why we don't have forty like camera phones seeing him drunk and being belligerent or something like. That. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I feel like. He couldn't have done that in England. In Eng- he couldn't. He can't walk anywhere in England. As soon that. as you put the alcohol <laughs> to his look, you'll hear world star. Like you hear everything's happening in the background. So yeah. here in America, you know, he goes take a sip of a pint and he waits. He doesn't hear any clicking, and there's just that sigh of relief <laughs> as he can finish the beer on his own. Yeah, maybe there's that that a little bit of comfort because when I, I as soon as I read the story, I thought like he was. In like a like a bar at the airport, you know what I mean? Like I thought he was just sitting at uh, uh, a yeah, TGI yeah, Fridays, yeah, exactly, yeah. watching the game. Ruby Tuesday lit. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Rooney. Okay, yeah. like you really settling quite nicely. You're trying to watch that City Liverpool game. <laughs> well, it, it reminds me. I did. Did you watch uh, Sunderland till I die? No. 
Uh, you haven't seen an episode at all. I have but not. I've heard everyone talking about it's it. It's Bird Box. I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah. It's very good. Uh, Bird Box is not good. But uh, the... Uh, uh, Gibson, uh, who plays, who played for Sunderland, I think he also played for Everton. I think his name is Daniel Gibson, I forget, or Ben Gibson. Um, but he, in like the first episode, I don't spoiler or whatever, but uh, they, they don't they they get they get relegated if you don't know. Yeah, that I know. <laughs> in 2017, I am following but the world got, news. Uh, in preseason, he was at a at a bar uh, drinking, just like and but like trash, and somebody. Turned on the camera phone and and was like, like, bro, you're you're wasted. And it's like you got a game in two days, and he can't even like, like rationally respond because he's so wasted. Yeah. So it's just like that's you can't even be you can't even be a little tipsy out in England no. without somebody like being like, oh, oh, well, clearly you don't really care about the club or something's going on. But also, there's that thing of like, if you show up to a bar. People start texting everyone like, yo, there's a professional soccer player here yeah. in England. You know what I mean? And people show up. Fans are probably showing up. You, how could you possibly get that trashed yeah. at a local bar? And Sunderland's not a big town. When we show up to a bar, people are like, I think two criminals, yeah, criminals yeah. walked in. Got more Hispanics. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this neighborhood. <laughs> what, what, I thought we did everything we could to get rid yeah, of them. <laughs> this is why we put the MAGA hat on the door. <laughs> if they saw it on the doorknob. Yeah. I don't understand what happened. It's like a college. You put a sock on there, you know. Show up. <laughs> so, uh, uh, speaking I, of getting drunk disorderly in airplanes, we're going to Chicago, baby. <laughs> we are going to Chicago. Uh, hopefully, I mean, we're not gonna. I mean, I don't like to drink on planes. Do you? Um, when I the first time I flew first class, they said, "Do you want a drink?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" And she goes, "Would you like a drink?" And I'm like. Yeah, but like, what, where's the cart? What's the list? And she's like, no, if you tell me something. Is it bottle go, service? Yeah, she goes, if you tell me something, I'll go get it. I was like, so if I said, I want a cup of coffee, I want a glass of water, and I want a scotch, you'll get it for me? And she goes, what type of scotch? And she goes, bubbly or tap? And I was like, shut up. And I was like, are you yeah, like, are yes. You, are you allowed to have that fire sparkler in, <laughs> on this airplane? I feel yeah. like that's not a good idea. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> It was great. So I did drink on that plane, and it, I've never like bought myself a drink on an airplane. That always seems like a waste. Okay, because they're, they're, so, they're so little. Yeah, but I, I, I sat next to a guy once who drank like three beers and a mini red wine, mm. and I'm like, dude, I mean, are you wow. flying into a divorce proceeding? <laughs> like, this is, I'm like, dude. Well, well look, uh, you know, you, your your dad is really stressed. And yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> the- you think I sit next to my dad on an airplane? <laughs> that plane's going down, my guy. <laughs> so uh look all the best to to the rooney family yeah. i know i don't think this is a big issue for them they've not, been through worse <laughs> they've been through much worse. <laughs> yeah yeah they've been through worse they're yeah. gonna be this fine. is yeah not the not the biggest blemish yeah. on on the, you know on if the anything, on the rooney family crest no that I, photo's on the fridge that mugshot <laughs> you're fine They'll speaking be, of flying american players are gonna be flying to scotland that's right uh, hopefully in the in the land. Hopefully they're they're, they're kinder to those Americans. Yeah, probably won't. Than they were to me uh, in Dubai. But no, this is kind of cool, man. Right there, uh, we're hearing rumors. Is it though? <laughs> okay, can I finish my sentence? <laughs> I'm trying to do counterpoint right here. <laughs> it's like I haven't even made my point before. You're like, well, you said well, it's kind of cool. And I'm like, no, it's not. First of all, we both know what we're talking about, and so does everyone else. No one, that, no, not everyone, not everyone, right? So, uh, what is what I'm saying is cool that there are a couple American players that are uh, one we definitively know is going to Celtic. Well, uh, Timothy Weah uh, being loaned from PSG. 
And that was always, uh, there were a couple clubs that were interested in him, but it's looking like, uh, like so obviously he's going to be there uh, for, the, for the next six months. And th- so now the rumor I, that I saw today, uh, Will Trapp uh, possibly leaving Columbus crew and uh, going and joining Celtic as well. He also, he posted a picture of his passport on Instagram. Who? Uh, Will Trapp. Okay. Which is mad, that's messy. As messy as hell. Oh, with like the with the info? Like, no, oh, not he that. Blur. He, he put, just like he's he's like I, ship posting because he has like some. I guess it's Russian. Oh yeah, I don't know what. Uh, it looks Russian. Yeah, yeah. it looks Russian. I he, can't tell. Well, it just it's it's a it's a it looks like a Russian style uh, writing, but that doesn't seem to me like that's Russia. But either way, he posted it like. You boy got a European passport. I could, yeah. I'm, I'll be yeah. traveling. The I'm rumors gonna... you heard is mad true, <laughs> which also explains why Will Trap has one Ellen Will and two peas in Trap. That never made sense. Well, Clearly Eastern European. Hold on, if it if it's uh, if it's a European passport, Russia's not in Europe, right? Russia's not in the EU. So well, he put an international passport. Okay, okay. So I don't know what country it is. It's 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 one with some weird ass letters. Uh, yeah, the kind of place that would name a guy Will with one L. And trap with two. <laughs> Why is that not frustrating anyone else? <laughs> so that uh, and uh, what's Greek the- passport? Greek passport. Greek. There good, we go. Boy. You're good. All right. Boy, get up in that Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that would be. Uh, I think for both of them, obviously, an exciting move. I, I Timothy Weah going excites me more because I'm like, oh, he's going to go out and flex on all these fools. The most important part of the Timothy Weah deal is that PSG extended him six months so that they could keep him after the loan. So they're not getting rid of Tim Weah. They're sending him on loan to get more playing time. Yeah. I was going to say stage time. The dude's not trying to be a comic. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever noticed when you're playing professional time? So that's a huge deal because there's been times, there's players like, um, what's it? Not Mavinga. What's the dude's name that plays for uh, Matt Miazga? Yeah. Right? It doesn't feel like he's in the, he's in the, He's well, in the plans at Chelsea. No, no, not even close. So if somebody offered money for him, they'd be like, yeah, go ahead, take him. It's gone, right? Tim Weah got a couple opportunities to start. Didn't look amazing. Mbappe, clearly a better player than him, at least right now. A little bit. A little bit, right? Very, very <laughs> expensive, right? So Mbappe's going to get that start. You would assume that maybe they're like, all right, maybe we could find a better replacement for Mbappe, someone that's cheaper and we don't have to worry about, right? Okay. You would assume that maybe they'd be willing to sell him. The fact that they went through the lengths they did to keep him tells me that they have a lot of trust in him, and that's a much bigger team than Celtic. Here's the thing. Are players going to Celtic really that is – is that really that great? It's in the Scottish Premier League. Yeah. Is it th- – I mean – that's, that's not that high of a standard. I don't think that's the right question. Uh, I think for especially our young men's national team players to get to the point where they can be starting at Celtic as opposed to sitting on the bench at PSG or Real Madrid or wherever. I mean, it's I'm, uh, actually I don't want to use the example. I would be on the bench at Real Madrid. And I, would be, yeah. <laughs> I would be fine with that. Uh, Very happy to do that. Maybe not the current Real Madrid. Uh, oh, I could care less. You could, all right. So, but I'll go back to the fascist days. I'm only joking. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I think it, it would be a good move. Just playing time. And, and the, the, I don't think the standard is, yes, it's, is it if some, who you were having uh, the, this discussion with, uh, with Jason Davis and somebody made the comment about that, uh, that an MLS team wouldn't even last or, no, or that no. Celtic would dominate MLS. Would dominate. And that's the thing. That's the issue I had is yeah. it's not set in stone that they would dominate. 
Yeah, I don't think they would dominate. But I think here's would- the thing: if Celtic were to walk into MLS, one of two things would have to happen: either they would have to comply with our with our cap, yeah. or MLS teams would be able to do whatever they wanted, similar to them. Or even if the cap was whatever their salary is at the moment, there's teams like Atlanta who would just go out and spend more. There's teams like Toronto who have a really good core of three players that would go out and spend more and be able to get uh, you know an equivalent. They would not be able to dominate if you took that team as as unbalanced as it would be and simply put them in MLS. I still don't think they would dominate. Would they win? Probably they'd win. Okay. So how about this? If Timothy Weah was loaned to Atlanta United mm-hmm. MLS champions would, how would the wh- SoundCloud wh- rap that he would produce <laughs> would be, why would litty. you think of, would that move be, uh, a, would it be a lateral move from Celtic or would you prefer if out of the two, would he Celtic at, in the Scottish Premier League or Atlanta United in MLS? Here's I, I don't know that I can give you a direct answer, but here's what I'll say. Week to week basis, he'll have harder. He'll have a, a harder challenge playing in MLS on a week to week basis than he would playing against the teams that you typically play against in the Scottish Premier League. Now, understanding that there's a good core of very good teams yeah. in the Scottish Premier League, but for the most part. You're They're playing against farmers, okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, look, I don't personally know the I'm Scottish Premiership League that, that well. You, yo. I know you Rangers, go up against and Patrick I know- Thistle in your cup. <laughs> you, you're not. I mean, I could. You and I. My, my. I mean, yes. I know. I, I know. I at least would make the the crafts to the concession stand at Patrick Thistle. But I know you could probably make the bench. I'm only kidding about us making the, the team. But yeah, I do. But, think- but the leading goal scorer in uh, the Scottish Premier League is currently Thomas Honeybottom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's a great, great player. Danny Drinkwater's cousin. Uh, but I do think that on a week to week basis, you face harder challenge here because the standard is relatively the parity of, of MLS. Okay. I, so I, maybe, I, maybe Celtic is a better team than the team that recently won Atlanta United. Right. But cause Celtic would be playing in champions league and yeah. So there, there's, look, there's great so opportunities, there's better for, opportunities for, for higher competition. The league itself, maybe I, again, I don't follow the, the Scottish Premier league that well. I mean, I'll, I'll watch the, uh, you know, the Celtic, Rangers, uh, right. the old, what is the old firm? Yeah. The old firm, the old firm, right? Okay. So, so that's all I know. Okay. But well, so, you know something. <laughs> I know something. So, uh, but no, I, I think it, Oh, I, they also I, got Gutman, the top player in the draft, supposedly. Y- yeah. So this also, we're uh, looking at the, the article from Paul Tenorio that just, uh, was, uh, written just a couple hours ago today, uh, you know, uh, Tuesday, uh, January 8th. So, uh, and that was one of the things mentioned uh, that the, he, so he's a Chicago Fire Academy product and uh, and looks like he might be joining Celtic as well, which which is it's uh, we're hearing more and more about uh, American players choosing to go over to Europe if they if they get the opportunity. Right. We just heard our boy Kyrie Shelton uh, <laughs> uh, going wow. over to Bundesliga two to Pat Paderborn. Yeah. Uh, and so that this is that's a big deal. Right. Because. It is two Bundesliga, which is not, like, you know. But who who was it? Um, uh, what's his name from Seattle Sounders that, that went to Bundesliga two for more money? Who the the left back? Why am I forgetting his name? Oh, Trinidadian dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember his name. Can't remember right his now. name, but I hate that. Um, I with the Jays. With the Jays, two Jays. Both of them, it's two Jays. <laughs> we'll get it. Uh, two Jays, JJ. JJ, <laughs> the homie, James Jovian. Um, I can't remember his name, but uh. Look, here's the thing. They're going for more money. Oh, oh yeah. You can't blame him. That's that. all it is. Yeah. It's a, and it's apparently, he, uh, Kyrie Shelton did get a real offer from Sporting Kansas City. 
a size, sizable money and, uh, you know, it was reasonable. And he chose to go to Bundesliga too. What are these teams seeing that I can't? <laughs> it's tough, right? Look, I, I look, I think I know Kyrie, he played hold up very well. He did. And he got a couple assists that wouldn't have happened if, if, if they didn't have a good hold up guy like that. But Kyrie's problem. And he, he is a striker. That can't strike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's just an err. <laughs> <laughs> and it's frustrating because, you know, he was out here at NYCFC and he had, he had a couple good moments. He was the first player to recognize us. Yes. And he and was, and you and I reacted like one direction fans <laughs> as they stepped off the plane. <laughs> I, you, I mean, I, you know, my voice hasn't hit that high <laughs> in a very long time. So, yeah. So look, much respect to him, but over the course of, the last few years that we've been on, <laughs> on the air, if you will, uh, you know, we've seen him. He had a, he had that period where he came back from injury where he was incredible yeah. and he was scoring a ton and he seemed like he had a lot of confidence and it seems like that confidence is nowhere to be found. Um, so I wonder what Paderborn saw. He's very good in the air as well. Yeah. He hasn't shown it, but he is. He is. He is. No. But I mean, he doesn't have the goals. Like it's not he doesn't like have the goals, but he can like, he can win an aerial challenge for you. Yeah. I mean, okay? look at the end of the day, you got that one thing in your tool belt. And everybody needs that tool. Get out there, baby. And look, and, and we don't want to harp on the, the stereotypes of, you know, the, the pace and power of, uh, the, of, of a black player, but yeah, I never even thought of that for, for Kyrie, just cause we're talking about him from but, watching him play. No, but he has, he's definitely incredibly athletic and yeah. And, and he comes from that, that, that American background of like, clearly he probably played other sports growing up and yeah, he's, I think remember, dude can ball. I mean, remember when we had the argument, I, well, at least I know I was having it with uh, Giannis Pappas who was like, Oh, America, just uh, the best athletes need to play soccer. And I'm like, enough of that shit. Yeah. It's first of all, it's not true. Exactly. It's stupid. It's antiquated. And Kyrie Sheldon, I think he had like, I think he ran like a four, two in the four in the, whatever the, the 40, four, whatever. Four, two, 40. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like, that would be a starting wide receiver, starting <laughs> safety. Yeah. Cause in it the would NFL. Be, if, if LeBron James played soccer, you, you, we already know what it would be like because because we see Kyrie Shelton, yeah. right? It's just Kyrie Shelton. Red cards <laughs> in the first ten minutes. Guys, a mountain. It's just it, look. It, it's it's uh, uh th- that's his advantage and fine. Uh, I, but in soccer, you need to clearly have other. And skills. I will say this: you have to be good at playing hold up. Is a, is a skill that not a lot of center forwards have. Yeah, it's very difficult. I, I, I Giroud comes to mind. Yeah, Giroud first of all can score. Right? Yes, he can. And with us. Beautiful man. Um, <laughs> good looking dude. Uh, you but, got the green light, buddy. <laughs> get over here. Bring those, bring that draw line over here. Um, but he's one of those dudes that can play hold up, which is very difficult. That sort of putting, you know, drawing the defender out a little bit closer to midfield and then putting the ball in positions where your attacking midfielders can attack. But the difference is at some point, Giroud can turn around and score. Yeah. And I didn't see that from Kyrie Sheldon. So to me, it's like, you know, Paderborn must really be playing long ball. If you're going to bring this guy in, hey, power to you, bro. Yeah. Get out there. I think Make I believe that money. they're in seventh place. Get so that bag. They, they're not in a position where, like, they need – they're not worried about relegation. They're trying to get into Bundesliga. Yeah. So, um, yo, if, if – what's, what's going to happen? End of the season – Kyrie Shelton is going to bicycle kick yeah. that ends up winning the, the only playoff. goal he scores. <laughs> the only goal is going to get him in the Bundesliga. Look, we're happy for you, man. Like I'm, I'm happy for him. I know. Look, we got to see a rookie year. You look, he came, he was a NYCFC guy. I said, yo, man, we're called that. And he goes, yeah, no, you're the Cooligans. I know you guys. You're both stand-up comedians. I was we, like, 
We'll did he say that or did I say that? <laughs> we'll love you forever, man. Just for that that moment. We wish you all the best. I mean, we just we we just want Kyrie to be that striker we know is possible. We saw some. He great, had moments of it. Yeah, it's a moment, you know. And and maybe uh, you know what happened at some point he stopped going at defenders. And I think that's when his career deteriorated to only playing yeah. hold up. It, like if he had the confidence that Jonathan Lewis or even had, back in the day, uh, Jack Harrison. Sure. Remember Jack Harrison was willing to go at defenders. Yeah. It's not his strength. That, that but he has it. He has it in him. We saw it a little bit. Anyway. Uh, well, shouts to Paderborn. <laughs> so did we talk about this last week? Jonathan Lewis, uh, <laughs> Tim, but Q loving you is easy. Cause you're beautiful music. <laughs> loving you. <laughs> he also said alcohol is legal in Dubai. He looked it up as long as you're attached to a hotel or private club or a nightclub or something. Yeah. Hotels or private clubs. Yes. Uh, it was at a hotel. Legal, legal drinking age is 21. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you, Tim. Our producer, Tim, shout out to him. Uh, so the, uh, a couple of other things, uh, that we should discuss. Uh, is finally the the the, the worst kept secret. Uh, Tata Martino uh, will be the manager for the Mexican national team. What? What? Uh-huh. <laughs> that gif of that dude, like. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, so obviously, I, happy is over with, and uh, and he can he can continue his uh, his coaching career, uh, and and with without all the you know the secrecy and all the questions. But he did keep it gully. Did you hear what they uh, the reporter asked him? I didn't. They said, uh, "Is this the most uh, important role in your career?" And he's like. It's a role in my career. <laughs> he straight up was like, uh, he's like thinking back to Messi on the Argentina team. He's thinking back to Messi at Barcelona. He's thinking back to his like favorite club in the world, Newell's uh, yeah, old yeah. boys. And he's like, yeah, uh, nah, this sure. is Mexico player. It's like asking your, asking someone if like their, their child who's in prison is their favorite child. Yeah. yeah. Or just like, <laughs> You ask like a uh, you know a, a girl, am I the best you ever had? And she's just like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, you're definitely the one I've had. <laughs> I, the, I've had most recently. Yeah. I, I could definitely confirm that. Hundred percent, yes. If you're only taking sample of the last twenty four hours. <laughs> <laughs> so twenty five, I can't even answer ah, that. <laughs> I'm not getting into that. So. Um, yeah, look, and and he did mention again that he did not receive even one phone call from uh, U.S. Soccer, uh, which we which we already sort of knew. But the the confirmation. Why would you, Burhalter, baby? <laughs> Burhalter ball. We've moved, yeah, we've moved on. We're we're happy with uh, old uh, old Greg. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've accepted it. We're actually not unhappy. I don't yeah, want people to think that because he did call call in Jonathan Lewis for uh, for the for, yeah. Uh, Kids got a, the guy's got vision. Camp, uh, camp cupcake. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that was exciting. But the uh, just like sort of a- accepting that reality, and now we can sort of move on. U.S. Soccer had no interest in in Tata, and we don't know exactly. And obviously, maybe just more of the he didn't speak the language. Maybe that that was just what it was all about. But uh, but best of luck to Mexico. I mean, yeah, you win against everybody except the U.S. That's all. That's all we care that's about. That's it. Yeah. So uh, and they, <laughs> I just. Like you were saying before, it's just like if if Tata just starts embarrassing the men's national team, then then I Ernie mean, Stewart got to go, right? I mean, it'll, it'll just look bad, right? Look, Ernie it, Stewart got to go at that at that point. Some, yeah, I mean, especially if now go. it's out in the open, the dude never even received a phone call from U.S. Soccer. I'm cool with Burr Halter. I wish for all success. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I do think he is a good option. 
for B. It's like, dude, is, is he the best? Uh, <laughs> he is an option. He's an option. <laughs> I think he's a great option for being the coach of the men's national team. That said, knowing there was a better option in front of you and you didn't even attempt to make a phone call, my guy, with all that time you had, what did you do for 10 months? Yeah. I mean, call people. He call some people. people. Who? Who'd you call them? Because there's one extra person. You can make one other phone call before you printed out the contract. Least, maybe a text? Yeah, send the homie a text. WhatsApp. You know what I mean? You know, just say a text. You can even call them on WhatsApp. A text to Tata being like, yo, ASL, what are you yeah, doing? <laughs> just at least something to yeah. say, like, <laughs> you have a little bit of interest. Don't need to wait. <laughs> so, uh, the other thing, the last thing, well, before we get to our next time, we're going to talk about a, a couple other things. Uh, we should talk about. Andres Iniesta. Oof. <laughs> because this is... Old, old step and fetch. <laughs> Andres Iniesta. Andres Iniesta. So, and, and, you know, we were, we, you know, we are, we are, this is a very Latino show. And, uh, and, and but more than that, we're Caribbean Latinos. <laughs> Caribbean so Latino. we going to have some so, strong opinions so a, about the mother country. <laughs> so it's a little different when, uh, you know, when we have, when we have to uh, address uh, our conquerors, right? Yeah, and not to throw shade on you and your compatriots, but Andres Iniesta is taking pictures with people pulling reverse Sammy Sosa's. <laughs> sure, it's like yeah. If this is is uh, if this is as offen- if this is offensive, then we have to be offended by Sammy Sosa, don't we? Right? To some extent, I'm offended by that. You're not offended by that, of course. Okay, <laughs> I'm also very offended by Sammy Sosa. <laughs> Yes, yeah. <laughs> which is very strange. He's a, uh, have you ever seen that interview that he did with uh, with ESPN? Really, just like uh, uh, did uh, about steroids, and he just like is incomplete. He talks about steroids, and he talks about his skin, and he just like he he reminds me of like just de- Trump denial. Yeah, he's just like what what my skin? My, I look <laughs> steroids. <laughs> steroids. What? Someone asked him about a cork bat. Did he play on the Cubs? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I know steroids. <laughs> He was a nice guy. Uh, remember when he said in front of Congress and he's like, no big English. No big English. <laughs> like, yo, dog, we've heard you speak. Also, he got caught with a cork bat. Like, there's video of it. Yeah. It happened during a game. Millions I, of people I honestly it. think that was a mistake, though. I think that he, I don't think that was on purpose, the cork bat. Out of all the things, Sammy, I think t- totally lying about stuff. But he denies it ever happened. No, no, he knew it happened. He didn't know. It was a misplaced bat. No, recently he was asked about it. Oh, or like in the last know. few years. I, 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 don't, do not slander our Dominican icons. <laughs> that good pink skin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that pink man is beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Very afraid of the sun. Uh, very weird what he did to his skin. Gorgeous guy, too. I don't get like, it. Nothing like becoming popular in the Caribbean, even in Jamaica. Sure. Yeah, Sean Paul used to be as dark as <laughs> yeah. the people that... Isn't it Dimitar Berbatov, Berbatov in the back in the blue? I don't know who anyone is. Uh, all I can see is two people in blackface in this Andres <laughs> Iniesta video. That's all I see. Uh, photo. So he takes a, like a, a family photo with like the... the, the Tres Reyes, right? Yeah, the, the, uh, Tres Reyes Mago. He had a Tres Reyes Mago, which is it's Three Kings Jan- Day. January 6th, Three Kings Day. It's the Three Kings who visited uh, Little Baby Jesus, if you believe in all that. That's right. That's A.K.A. The- Christian Pulisic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sweet Baby Jesus. That's what we you would traditionally celebrate in Latin American countries. Do the, did, Does your family do January 6th? Uh, not, no. not. I mean, it's like, like we acknowledge it. Yeah, it's you have not like a, a dinner. Yeah, not like a huge, huge deal. But when I was a kid, they my family wanted to do gifts on that day. Yeah, it is a big deal overall. It's just yeah. Like, but it, it's like culturally, it's kind of out of. That's why when I was a kid, it was more significant, but not yeah. not anymore. So so apparently, two of the three kings were black dudes. <laughs> yeah. So they thought, yo, what a great idea, Iniesta. 
Oh, I'll be there. I'll be there. Oh, you gonna be in this photo? Yeah. You're doing doing blackface? <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> okay. I thought this was gonna be controversial. Yeah. So let also, me just let me just hop in this. If Iniesta would have been would have had the blackface on, we wouldn't have known it was him. <laughs> he came in casual clothing, <laughs> just yeah. co-signing all of this. He's uh, he's all good with it. And so the weird part is that clearly this caused a really big deal. It was a big issue, and uh, people online were like. Iniesta, what is this? What are you doing? Uh, yo, Andre, baby, come yeah. on. Uh, what you doing, baby? But photo's still up. He's hasn't a, responded. Hasn't responded. He's just like, yo, I'm just having a good time with my family. Uh, don't be haters. And I know there's going to be people listening. Uh, one person in particular reached out to us and was like, come on, guys. It's a cultural thing. Blah, 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 blah. Yo, let's not pretend that people in Spain, some are not racist. Let's not pretend. Sure. That that's I mean, not that's, the case. It's whatever. It's it's everywhere. Whatever. It's that's it's, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Let's not act like this is 100% devoid of any racism. Now look, they don't have a history of menstrual shows. Sure. They don't have a history the, of menstrual shows, not menstrual shows. <laughs> both. <to> be clear. <laughs> Actually, they do have the second one. I spent a long time there. A lot of alleyways in that country. Uh, minstrel. Yes, I said that. That's not. I mean, it's not. It was very you know, vague. It wasn't clear exactly what All you right. said. So well, I'm just clarifying for the listeners and, and maybe uh, you know potential new sponsors like <laughs> menstrual shows. Hey, girl, you got your period. <laughs> you put cooligans, dude. Those would ad reads. Not? Those ad reads <laughs> would be legendary. Would be spectacular. Okay. <laughs> Hey, get your period right, my guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Could you just imagine the reviews we'd start to get if that was the case? I learned so much uh, about my body from this show. <laughs> Those two men who don't take anything seriously did a wonderful job. Uh, so they don't have a history of the minstrel show thing, but that doesn't mean that doing this doesn't upset the black people in your country. Yeah. And some of them spoke up about this. Sure. And this is my point. It's like, as Latinos, we're like, well, wait, 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 wait. They don't have a history that... I get it. But if this pisses off the black people in your country, why would you do it? Yeah. The, I get that they can't accept our culture because it's a different country. They don't understand our, 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 yeah. our you know, our social um, norms. Norms. <laughs> they don't understand that, so they don't get it. You know, they, they won't understand. It's like... Uh, kids in South Korea are saying the M word because they hear it in music yeah. and they don't understand that that's a bad word, right? Sure. Until someone's like, I just don't think they should say it to their mothers. I mean, calm down, South also, Korean. Stop pointing <laughs> at your mom, South Koreans. Yeah, they would be beat viciously all through Seoul. But uh, so, like, I get it. Like, there's, there's, there's some things that the internet has helped and there's some things that have sort of confused. This is one of those things that's confused. But I will not sit back and say, like, nah, that's 100% okay. You know, Antoine Griezmann, you know, he's the one who's like, God, everyone stop because you're going to remember my shit. Yeah. He was wearing a goddamn Harlem Globetrotters jersey. <laughs> Wild disrespectful. Like, and also, why is the shade so dark on the paint they find? <laughs> it's, I mean, it's it's tar. Look at they were like somebody was, they haven't been feathered yet. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> wild disrespectful across the board. Yeah. So uh, like, like you said, like. Uh, should should Spain adopt other cultures, uh, uh, s sort of societal norms and things like that? And like we understand, but no, speaking specifically about Spain, this ain't cool in Spain. Okay, yeah, because look, we're not in Spain, so we don't know exactly how much of it. Maybe it's way they're way more chill about it, but we clearly in the U.S. we have a, a lot more history with it, and and with and more more people are knowledgeable about the fact that it's terrible and 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 it shouldn't be done, and because. 
every Halloween, what a, like it's every news story, every everyone is looking to make that compilation of who does blackface this Halloween. And this yeah. is like even for Halloween, which was what Griezmann did, it was like like at least for Halloween you sort of like yo you're dumb. But we understand. At least we understand a, what you were trying. At least it's a costume. It's a co- yes. It's stupid. It's it's, it's wrong. <laughs> it's offensive. But at least there was a reason for you to dress. We get like we get the <laughs> yeah. what sparked the idea. You're like, yo, yeah. Halloween. I'm gonna crush it this year. Yo, all the girls are gonna be and, loving my and costume. Griezmann's a massive NBA fan. Yeah, you know, in his head, he's like, I'm paying homage. Wrong way to pay it. <laughs> it's like if you really love, it, if you really love Trinidad James <laughs> and what uh, gold all in my watch. Yeah. Let's say you're a white guy who really loves that song and you really respect Trinidad James <laughs> and you go to karaoke and you find that in that. <laughs> yeah, like, when he hits that, you got to just yeah, skip. Yeah, you got to wait. Over it, you right? go, there's one piece you <laughs> just got to let go of. Actually, I would prefer you don't even look at the karaoke screen. <laughs> yeah. while just that cover word. it with your hand. <laughs> just out of respect. But I've never seen... Don't believe me, just watch. <laughs> I've never seen seen this for for this holiday that's what i'm saying i've never seen the costume blackface for it makes it way worse yeah for this very religious holiday also there's no reason for you to be that specific you don't have a live llama in there <laughs> you're not in an actual manger my guy the costume the jersey the whatever the shirt and the hat is enough we get what you're doing yeah. you didn't actually go out and get a real baby jesus i bet none of you have frankincense or myrrh okay just insane and you bring your family into this photo? oh man just should have been a, a little bit more knowledgeable I mean, he took the photo. First of all, he saw them walk into his house. Yeah. <laughs> thought it was okay. Took the photo. And then he posted bro, it on his they social. They walk in, like, bro, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah, everybody put your phones away, though. <laughs> <laughs> Loving the commitment yes. to the character. See, this is why I'm going to take a photo. It's because you went all the way. And I respect okay. you for it. And your passion and desire <laughs> to be great. Is what I admire from you. I think the accent also is spot on. <laughs> Insane. Uh, and the photo's still up. Photo's still up. So look, regardless of how many people are pissed off, he maybe he maybe just does, he's not even looking at his Twitter account or his Instagram, or whatever. I don't know what it is, but clearly somebody in the Niesta camp, David Villa, who your 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 teammate. Yo, be, shouldn't somebody be like, yo? Someone got to call and be like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> We're gonna, it's getting a lot of hot. It's getting a lot of heat. Okay. This it's getting get, real hot around this here. Get, this is getting the kind of retweets we don't want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Vissel Kobe is like, hey, good question. <laughs> Who the fuck told you? <laughs> I would just love like a Japanese media person who barely speaks English yeah. to be fluent. Yeah. Like, yo, hold up, homie. <laughs> hold up. Who, Who the fuck? <laughs> Who in your camp just... Point at him. You don't even got to say a name. Okay. Just point at him. Someone getting joy. Because I'll take care of this, yeah. my guy. I'll- Someone's getting tapped in the jaw. You just got to tell me who, because if not, it's going to be you. I'm wild Japanese, by the way. Just it's your bond, my guy. Someone's saying I'm wild Japanese. That's so funny. <laughs> I stays Japanese. <laughs> oh, yeah, so funny. All right, so hopefully, well, look, we'll 
We're on Iniesta watch to see if he <laughs> takes this photo down because it's it's incredible that it's still up. But whatever, uh, it's we'll, we'll see what happens. So, all right, we'll take a quick break and we'll talk about a couple of things uh, coming up, uh, especially about the convention, things we're going to be planning on doing uh, and a couple of things uh, in MLS. So we'll be right back after this. Hey, everybody, thanks so much for listening to the show. We just want to break in with a word from our sponsor, us. Us. Gully Squad, baby. Actually, you. That's you. You're, yeah. you're sponsoring the show. Thank, Thank you Thank you again. so much. And if you're saying no, not me, well, then get in Gully Squad, my guy. <laughs> That's right. So if you guys want to if you want to be a part of the show, you're going you're gonna to hear about it in the next segment. If you want to be a part of the show, you want to contribute to some of the stuff that we talk about. Absolutely. Uh, some of the things that we, even suggestions of uh, things we should do, you know. If people, you want us to get uh, to do two episodes a week. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Well, we've yeah. been we've been doing that, and and but we want more people just to uh, like help curate some of the things we talk about, especially for that second episode. We're going to be in Chicago, and we're going to be putting out interviews uh, for those uh, for for that second episode, and yeah. that'll be really, we're going to be really doing fun. a bunch of content, bunch of stuff. So, but it, it helps in general uh, throughout the entire show, and and like there's perks of like maybe being able to join the super secret Facebook group that may or may not exist. Who knows? Who knows? Somebody knows. Okay. Maybe we're making all this up. It's you very know now. <laughs> You'll find out if you join Gully Squad. Exactly. So uh, you can join very easily. Go to soccercooligans.com slash Gully Squad or if you just go to soccercooligans.com you'll see it right there on the menu and you help you just help the show grow. And you help us which would be a huge huge help. Yeah and we uh, we yeah that's we we need, we need at this point you should have like a like a you should be in filthy rags. <laughs> yeah yeah. Tatters. <laughs> please uh, please join the Gully Squad. Might have some more just me at a slice shop. But if you go to soccercooligans.com go to join Gully Squad. Join Gully Squad. Put in as much as you can give every month would be helpful to us. We would love to have you a part of curating our show. Do or, it now. Or play us in FIFA. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah, baby, we're back. We are back. And um, there's uh, a couple of things to, to, to discuss in, in Major League Soccer. But one of, the thing, one of the things we should talk about that, um, that I, I think was a little bit lost on us uh, was our interview with Dan Hunt, right? So we it was so dope. played it last week for you guys. And uh, honestly, we got a, a, a much better. We got a lot of feedback. Got a lot. We got a bigger pop of feedback than yeah. I think we did in any of the other ones. Yeah, we didn't expect it. No, because in general, you think like people would probably want to hear more from a player or a coach than you and I. I think thought the Oscar Parejo one was going to get us a lot of feedback because we yeah. were so impressed with just how open and and inspirational he was. Yes. But people don't want to be inspired out Nah, here. they're like, nah, that's not why we come to you. <laughs> you guys just <laughs> said menstrual show on, <laughs> on your podcast. Yeah, we're not that interested in being inspired. But I think how was it that he came? Did Dan Hunt show up ready to be open? Or was it our unique capabilities that got him that way. You know, it's hard to say, right? We we don't know. Uh, no, I think on the podcast uh, okay. we should say it's us. <laughs> oh, it just so we could isolate that audio <laughs> and try to get other teams. But that's actually something that happened. A lot of fans of other teams have said like, hey, you got to do this here. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, and that's been uh, kind of cool. That, that Just that concept of that people not only like what we're doing and think that we're entertaining, but they're like, hey, you guys are good at interviewing people. Which is uh, fun because because we're kind of like yeah I know <laughs> no well you know what I, I this is I always have this mentality and I'm much more uh, like I love 
Daily Show, and I love the that that strength of a, a comedian being able to add levity to a serious subject, right? And there were plenty of serious subjects with yeah. Dan Hunt. And but the, I also think it's the ability to find the right words at times or to understand how to word something so that you can get a little bit more out of somebody. Yes, yeah. So that is a thing that, and we we both hosted podcasts before we did this one, right. so we we had a little bit of experience just interviewing people in, in, in general, but there is a, a balance of like, I'm more, I'm like the more reasonable straight man type of interviewer. And then you go out and just barrel in with some craziness. That's, that's my style, baby. But the balance of it is what's well, helpful. I think, I think that's also like, there's, there's audience members that prefer my style. There's audience members that prefer your style. For joke telling. And some prefer doggy style. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> Unless it's menstrual stuff. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. All right. Don't leave reviews about this. <laughs> um, say it to our face. <laughs> so there's people that are like, yo, Alexis is too loud. There's people that are like, yo, Christian isn't loud enough. Right? There's that, right? Yeah. So we get, I think the beauty of what Cooligans is to me is like, if you go back like Laurel and Hardy and all these like famous pairings of comedy, there's always someone who's a bit someone more realistic. Yes. And someone who's larger. Actually, no. Yeah. That is also that. Hey, look, this is a this legendary works, yeah. comedy. This is pretty boilerplate. We're not reinventing the wheel. No, nah, okay? man, this is cookie cutter <laughs> at some point, And I just got a lot more cookie. Um, so you have your 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 more straight man and you have your more wild card, right? And I think early on, if you listen to the podcast, I think immediately, as soon as the mics turned on, we both kind of knew what more of the role we played. There's moments where you're wild and there's moments where I'm asking the real questions. Yeah. But I think if you if you were like the Venn diagram in the middle is cooligans, but I think I'm in the wild card and but, you are over there. Yeah, but if it's an extra time radio uh, Facebook live feed. I'm the wild guy. This guy's the wild card. <laughs> and you can still see my face. They definitely pulled that down by now. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the benefit of what we do is that we both can take over each other's roles at any moment. It's like total football, right? Like, players can play. Like, defenders can become strikers. That's right. That's us, baby. <laughs> like, I know what you listed on in the card. I know what I'm listed on. But at any point, I might be that striker. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, and I think that's what people appreciated from uh, the Dan Hunt interview. And, and we're mentioning this because we didn't realize what... Uh, and I, I don't know how many comedians have spoken to owners of a soccer team. I, I don't know how in the world. I don't know how much. I really hope it's not many. Just <laughs> I don't think, honestly, don't think it's many. So I think for a lot of people, and, and because we had already done a couple interviews, we, we were we were like acting like we'd been there before. Oh, right. you you oh, you own the FC Dallas and the Kansas City Chiefs and a, a minority owner of the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Being there, done that. Oh, another episode like that this week. Oh, yeah. so trite. Oh, this is the fourth podcast that has that. So we, we definitely, uh, it didn't make that the focus, right? We were just trying to like, get to know him, get to know what he did and, uh, and get to know about him and, and, and the future of FC Dallas. That's all mm -hmm. we were focusing on. But there were a lot of people that were, uh, that that took things from the interview that were just like, yo, isn't that crazy that he said that? And and one of those things was him mentioning the the idea of a merger between MLS and Liga MX and having a, a, a one giant league. And to us, even, even when we responded to it, we were just like, wow, that seems very difficult, kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, you even said that's insane. You told a billionaire, yeah, who has. 
the ability to do very crazy things with his money. Yeah. You said you know, that's, when, even that's insane, sir. When I said that's insane in his head, he was like, oh, boy, <laughs> if you knew what I've paid for. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so we were obviously uh, like a little shocked by it, but we didn't. We weren't like, Dan, get out of here. You're you're ridiculous. Yeah. No, but but the idea of an owner, an MLS owner suggesting that uh, really shows that there's probably been some owners meeting that he's been like, hey, guys, have we thought about maybe merging the leagues and seeing, make, making one huge league? Uh, and at, we, we didn't even we, we talked about it from a practical point. And but I think our listeners were thinking about were like they were thinking about like the, um, like the, from the future of like U.S. soccer and how would it affect the landscape of the sport? Uh, and uh, and of both federations, and what what would that mean? Right. Uh, I, and we were just thinking, like, that ah, man, the the schedules would be tough, and yeah, like yeah. flying there, I guess. Or we whatever. were just like, yeah, but how's that going to happen? I mean, is, is the official going to speak English or Spanish? Because <laughs> if you need bilinguals, we got all you. All right, so we'll do it. All yeah. right, give me that yellow shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, Bro, I'm gonna blow all types of whistles. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Geiger, you don't know Spanish? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my guy, my Geiger. <laughs> so. Uh, what I did love is a lot of people had a lot of uh, reactions to this. And also, my- people spoke very positively about how in-depth we were able to get with him into the whole idea of youth development, which we now learn is their, is pretty much their goal moving forward is to be a selling team. They're going to bring up, they brought up the youth coach, Luchi Gonzalez, who we brought, yeah, on yeah. The, we've, uh, we've brought up on the show before, and they're going to basically just start bringing up the kids a little bit earlier, yeah, let a, them play, try to sell them. I forgot you know his I mean? name, but there's a kid that went to on trial – at Bayern, and he's now signing with Bayern. Yeah, the kids from Alabama, it's, which is a part of their like region. Yeah, yeah, but he's an FC Dallas Academy yeah. kid. Yeah, 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 and he's like really excited. Like Dan Hum was really excited about the regions breaking down. And his in his eyes, he's like, "Yo, we could just go scoop up all these kids. Yeah, yeah, get them to play on the first team, sell them. You yeah, know? yeah, I don't know how the fan base feels about that per se. Do you want to get season tickets to go see something like that? You know what I mean? Look, FC Dallas fans, all they want is a team that is successful, especially yeah. in the playoffs, and and for people to just show up uh, and go to games. So, um, the so, but this is I the re- I wanted to talk about this because we got a uh, a message uh, a Gully Squad member. Uh, shout out to the homie Mike Thomas. He's a he's a big Philly Union fan. Love him on Twitter. He's great. He's very. I love the. This is why. I get to learn more about this is how I get to learn more about the league when I when I see uh, stuff from like OG MLS fans, you know, they've just been especially when you support a team that is like not historically like very good. It's like, yo, I know that's love. Yeah, you love, like you. It's it's love and hate. You know, it's a love and hate relationship. But you, you, you know, it's it's Philly till I die kind of thing. Right. Uh, and in the Gully Squad, the, the the super secret Facebook group that may or may not exist. Um, he, uh, he, I mean, allegedly, allegedly, he, uh, Mike Thomas allegedly posted <laughs> yeah. this thing. We're going to read <laughs> this, thing, this thing. We're going to read. Who knows if it's, uh, maybe, maybe we're making it up. Maybe Mike Thompson isn't real. Mike Thomas, Mike Thomas, Mike so, Thomas. I'm literally looking at the name. <laughs> so, uh, so he, I not only did he give his opinion on what, uh, a, a merger between MLS and Liga MX would look like. This is like, a 10 point plan. He literally He's, like the you know, there's bullet points. <laughs> okay. But this, I got to say, it's pretty succinct. There's nothing in there that I, I read through it twice to be like, is there something missing? And there isn't, I think I'll give you what I think my negative is, but okay. go ahead. But so, so these are 
some of the bullet points, and I'll, I'll just run through it quickly. It's too long to read the whole thing. Yeah, they, but, then we'll get back to the four-hour episodes. So, because Dan Hunt did mention the idea of expansion and how, how far would expansion actually he go. He was like, I could see 32 teams. I could see more than that. Yeah, and, that, yeah. and people were surprised by that as well. Yeah. Uh, Thank God Dan Garber doesn't, Don Garber doesn't listen to our show. Huh? <laughs> uh, you get a team, man. Yeah, you get so a he, team. He's like, damn it, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> the expansion fee is $400 million. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the club. So the, so the first point he, he mentioned, 54 teams in this, in this combined league. So that'll be 36 MLS, 18 Liga MX. Uh, then, so th- these these fifty four teams would be separated into six nineteen regional divisions. Something. So six divisions, each compri- comprising of nine teams, and he put something like north, south, east, west, north, del sur, yeah. or whatever you want to call the names. Right? So and then you would play every team in your division home and away for sixteen games. Play two other divisions once for eighteen more games, and that'd be thirty four games total. So the uh and 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 he even is taking travel into this as well. So like every year you won't, you won't play every team every year. No, that's the big drawback for yeah. me is the lack of a balanced schedule yet again. Yeah. Cause it'd be too many teams. You couldn't, yeah. it, it just wouldn't be possible. But this is the thing. This is what upsets me. I get people love single table, but for the most part in Europe or in most leagues, you play everyone at your home and then you come play at my house. And through that, you can decide who's the best across the board. And that is who's the best because you were able to go to every other visitor. You, you were able to go to every other team as a visitor. And all those teams went to your house and you did the best job out of beating all of them. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So a lack of a, of a, of a balanced schedule doesn't assure that. So you're more like an NFL schedule, which is just like, go out and get wins. Doesn't matter against who. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you happen to be lucky and you're in a weak division, you probably suck in the playoffs, but you're going to make it into the, the playoffs every time. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I, I want to even keep going like this. So he's, he's taken into consideration everything, everything that you think you w- wouldn't work. Yeah. He, he could, he's found a point where like, Oh, it could probably work in this way. So he's well, like, here's what he did. He wrote it. And then he took a step back and he thought about it. Yeah. What about this? And then he went back and he wrote more. <laughs> like, yeah. this is very impressive. It's, this is, this is like, what, like I said, succinct. I mean, yeah. This is it's very, very well done. And it's in, it's, it's for the gully squad members. So if you want to uh, check it out, because it's, it's, it's almost too in depth to, to, to really go into, um, but join the gully squad. Feel free to do that. Uh, and you can see stuff like that and just, and, and shout out to Mike Thomas for, uh, for sharing stuff like that. Uh, cause it's, it, it's super dope. So, um, the, Oh, like I said, like I mentioned, go to uh, soccercooligans.com slash gully squad. If you'd like to join, uh, and, and be a, a part of the show and, and you can help us uh, decide what we talk about and, uh, you can help the show grow. So, uh, a couple other things. There was another uh, question that was brought up, uh, in, in the, the super secret Facebook, uh, group, uh, gully squad that may or may not exist. Uh, from Yusuf. Yusuf Ricard, our homie, NYCFC fan, good friend. Dominicano. Uh, Dominicano. Uh, de lo tuyo. De- <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he po- posted uh, a much less succinct post. Uh, yeah, yeah. As, as Yusuf <laughs> does. <laughs> but it's just a fair question. I think this was... Uh, uh, this, this to me is one of the most intriguing... Yeah, it started, this is the, this is, these are the types of questions I like. It started a little bit of debate, and I like this one. And he, he, he asked the question, is the Cruyff turn the equivalent of a sham god crossover in terms of making defenders look dumb? So if you don't know uh, sham, what was, it was, wasn't it oh. like, what's his first name? God, wasn't it God, sham god or something like that? What no. was his first name? 
I forgot Shamgar's first name. But he's a basketball player that was known for a uh, a, a crossover that like I mean I would say the yeah cl- God Shamgar God Shamgar yeah right so what a what a name I uh, just I love it yo God like he's from New York yeah let's get it but there was a player that did it in the NBA a lot wasn't it Mahmoud Abdul Rauf or something like that I mean to me the the closest. To that uh, Sham got crossover was maybe Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson had a pretty no. Allen Iverson had a killer crossover, like the Tim Hardaway crossover. Okay, so there's a killer crossover, and then the Sham got crossover. Sham got you put the ball in front of the player or yeah. to to his right. Yeah, and then you bring it back and you take a step back. Allen Iverson would go left to right. Okay, so here's the the difficulty thing is the Sham got the thing about the Sham got is you're presenting the ball. And the player's instinct is like, oh, uh, yeah, the defender's in, in, instinct. Yeah. The crossover is, I think he's going to go this way, and then you quickly disappear the other way. That is a more functional move. The sham god is, it's a little, a little disrespectful, a little flair, a little too much, a little style, more style to it. So that's the Meg. That's the nutmeg. So is the Cruyff turn the? Oh, so and this was the basis of the question. What what makes defenders look? More dumb. So I responded by saying the nutmeg. The nutmeg is the most embarrassing. I think there's nothing, there's no more embarrassing play uh, to a defender than the nutmeg. It's, it's almost useless to do it. So it's literally there just to disrespect. There's only, I can only think of like one instance where you have like three defenders I, on you and you poke it through someone's legs to get around them. I mean, no. Other than that, there's no other real use for a, maybe to score a goal on a keeper. It's the five hole, if you will. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that that the nutmeg is... What's the functionality of a nutmeg? You completely neutralize the defender. You could do that another way, is what I'm saying. So what is the other way? So if, especially, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm also saying it is very, very hard to nutmeg somebody. You're in an open field. <laughs> now, let, not, let's, let's give other scenarios, right? Because we've seen, uh, you say you have two defenders. You're by the, the touchline, and you, there's no real out. And and the only way out is to nutmeg uh, one of the defenders. I, I don't think there's enough situations where the only option is to nutmeg the defender. I think it's done. Yes, it does have a function in the sense that you do completely neutralize the person. But it is more of a look what I can do. Mm, I don't know if it's a more more often than usually not, on the on the touchline. This is and I think why players, especially ex- amazingly skilled players, usually only go for nutmegs. While they're near the touchline, because what the, there's not that much risk. You you probably won't lose the ball because if the defender actually does touch it or does get get a foot on it, the ball's going to go out of bounds anyway. Right. So it's look I, it, when it comes to embarrassment, I, I don't think there's anything greater. Like yeah, w- without it, there's no move to me. That that you can't recover from quick enough to like not look so bad. But then I think it's I think it equates to the nutmeg because the nutmeg, if even if it has a little bit of functionality, the sham god. What made it great was that no one was ready for it. Okay. But you could, there's not an opportunity where you need to do the sham god, and I don't know that there's many opportunities where you need to do a nutmeg, where you need to nutmeg somebody. So what I'm saying is, if it works, it's great. It it destabilizes your defender. It's wild disrespectful, and you know you're posterizing that person. Yes. It's like saying you have to dunk on that person because what else are you going to do? <laughs> you, no, there's no there's no need for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like there's no need to 
Chip the keeper. You know what I mean? And that one, we retweeted it like a couple weeks ago where the guy stops the defender and the keeper both fall and he just scoops it over the head. You didn't need to do that. You know, when Ronaldinho brings the ball right up to the goal line and he leans forward and it leans down and taps it over with his forehead. You don't need to do that. Obviously. <laughs> I think the nutmeg is closer to that than it is a functional move. The Cruyff turn is a very functional move. How about a uh, Panenka? Is is as far as embarrassing the keeper. Yeah, but that's very that's very specific moment you can use that. You can't Panenka during a game other than a, the, a penalty. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's not in the run of play. Yeah, but is it is it more I mean it, it's better to do a regular penalty, right? Yeah. I would say like the shallowy Firmino no look goal scoring when it's already going in is not is not as functional as a nutmeg and it is as disrespectful as a nutmeg. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It, it's clearly not But a sham you can do it, all game. It's all for I don't know. I just I feel like there's uh, the nutmeg is is more uh, of more useful than you're giving it credit. That's what I honestly think. I'm saying more often than not, there was another option. So it's purposely done more often than not, but occasionally it is. Yes. Occasionally I'll though, though just the right thing to do. And only certain people can do it. Yeah. And also while disrespect and also while, and, <laughs> and that's the sham guy, by the way, if you're listening to this and you don't know what the sham God is, look it up. It's just pretty great. Look up the sham guy across. S H A M M G O D. So thank you again for Gully squad members, uh, uh, for that, uh, that contribution. So, uh, there were a couple other things that I'm, I'm losing, uh, I'm forgetting what exactly I wanted to bring up. Miguel Amiron. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. Uh, Miguel Amiron. Uh, we haven't heard anything about the move anything. to Newcastle. Uh, so, you know, I, I've also been hearing that uh, Real Betis is, uh, ha- has some interest. Well, if they got guap, he'll go. Apparently, uh, Not only do they got guap, but they also have a Dominican left back, Junior Fidpo, who I love. There you go. He's my hero. He's Dominican, born in the Dominican Republic, but for whatever reason, playing in like the U20 to U20s for Spain. And, uh, you know, I just look, you saw what Iniesta posted, bro. Yeah. Why are you playing? (laughs) Making fun of your people, my guy. It's time to go. Come on, man. Uh, Hopefully he makes the right decision so we can defeat Cuba. (laughs) We never going to have Cuba. Don't you remember that? You could help us. You can't hear me flexing. <laughs> Actually, you may hear the creaking of my bones. <laughs> but Miguel Amidon uh, was, you know, rumored to be uh, ha- have some interest from Newcastle. Newcastle wants to, apparently wants to buy uh, him from Atlanta United. But I, apparently the holdup is... Uh, I think the money, the money for the deal is done. The, now the wages. The wages, is the issue. Are, which is always the issue, right? I remember... So Usually it's the other way around. Like Cesc Fabregas, he's agreed to a deal with Monaco. He's cool with the money and everything. But Chelsea says they're not willing to let him move unless they get a replacement. Yeah. So, like, usually it's the other way around. I I was listening to, uh, I forgot what episode of Total Soccer Show. uh, Oh, God, you listened to that? A couple months ago. But Taylor (laughs) Taylor Rockwell made a a great point where... um, Well, here's a new (laughs) something new. (laughs) But what what really uh, uh, strings up a lot of the the clubs is not the transfer fee. It's the wages. It's like a lot of times, like, we, we think the value of the player in... In in their, what their, their transfer fee is, but their transfer fee could be fifty million pounds. It could be two million, two million pounds. But then the wages of like a hundred thousand a week, a hundred and fifty thousand a week, or whatever, like that is what w- will bankrupt your club if yeah. you're not successful, if you get relegated or whatever. And supposedly he's already on forty thousand pounds a week. 
Sure, forty thousand. I, I, yeah, I don't know what he's getting paid per week from you know what, for, from Atlanta United, but he was making. He was a DP, so he's clearly yeah, making, he's making money, a fair amount of money. But you know, it's like other MLS, American MLS players were like, "Oh, we." <laughs> it's like we we never see the numbers laid out that way. Yeah. Like, by the way, it's a forty week period. Yes, we were able to confirm that. Yeah. So the so that that's why it can seem like it's a, a lot of money, but I mean, I, I mean, no one's making less than. Uh, then like Villa, right? And stuff like that. Like, yeah. I, I don't know exactly how much he was making uh, for the year for, through Atlanta, but uh, this seems to be the holdup that he apparently wants a hundred thousand uh, pounds a week, which would make him the most expensive player on the team, right? The highest wages, highest, highest wages on the team, which is he, he doesn't deserve that. Right. I mean, I, you know, if they're willing to pay him, it's like, you know, this is one of those things where it's so difficult. He's a turning point in what the value is of an American, of an American based player an MLS player yeah. in Europe. It is a big, it's, so it's, he's, he, is he worth it? We're about to find out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Are it, American players or MLS players worth it? He's now, he is that chip that will fall. Yeah. And we'll, we will learn. I mean, it'll, it'll be the beginning of like for the next player that makes a yeah. move and the next South American player or whatever that, uh, that it can be like a more, uh, a realistic option to come to MLS because it like, he went from MLS and now he's getting a hundred K a week, hundred, hundred K pounds a week, yeah, which yeah. is wild money. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's the thing. I, uh, for, I don't care if he gets it or not, but for the league, if he gets it, that's huge Yeah, to go from MLS to the premier league and be the, the the paid the most the most expensive player on that team yeah that's huge it's huge i also don't think he has earned to be the highest paid player at newcastle but here's the thing we can't say that because it's all all of this rests right now on whether newcastle and it seems like the answer is no and they agree with you yeah whether newcastle decides that yes this person is good enough to be the highest earning player on the team yeah if he is this means the world to MLS going he, out and getting European worth, players, he, going out and getting yeah. uh, South American players, going out and getting players from outside this country. This becomes, wait a minute, he got to play in Atlanta, got to live in the U.S. Everybody, by the way, they all want to live in the U.S., right? All, all these players, everyone who keeps talking to us, they're like, yo, they would love to live in the U.S. Part of it is that anonymity. The other part is, yo, you guys actually get paid. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like on time. Oh, you, can just, you can just show up drunk at an airport. Yeah, <laughs> and everything's cool. 25 hours? He is 50. That's all it costs? He is 50, <laughs> right? Like, I, I, a lot of these players want to play here. And especially if you're young, especially if you're playing in a country like Argentina where you saw what happened during the Copa Libertadores final. Oh, yeah. Right? Speaking of, uh, real quick, uh, Maxi Morales. His house got robbed. His house got robbed in Argentina. He said they took everything. They took all his stuff. And it was apparently like a lot of uh, equipment that he was going to donate to like poor kids that yeah. needed like soccer equipment and stuff like that. And he was like, I hope you get to use it. Yeah. So this is, you know, we've heard these stories from. His house in Argentina, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I said that. Uh, oh, okay. So, but the the the, the Argentinian player, the South American player, yeah, it's it's a much better situation to be out here and and just feel a little bit more safe with for yourself and for I your mean, family. We've talked about Diego Valera's story, and yeah. I think I don't know if he posted or somebody else from Argentina posted it. And like, this is why the players want to leave here. It's because of yeah. you guys. It's because of how you're acting. So, yo, if Miguel Amiron gets a hundred thousand pounds a week. He's got to fly the Cooligans out to Newcastle. <laughs> yes, because we we were the ones who negotiated that deal for you. Yeah, I hey, mean, this I, is we, this is the negotiation. You right can't now. deny that we didn't add to the culture <laughs> to which you were able to secure that money. So like, so uh, yeah, I think it would. It, it, it's 
it, Newcastle's in a tough place, right? Because they 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 very likely could get relegated again. Uh, and and if they do, like if they're in that position, like how much is it worth to not be relegated? Do we is Miguel Amiron that good that he can save us from relegation? That's that's the tough question. I don't even feel like it's not a yes for me. It's not a definitive yes where I'm like, oh, he's worth that money. Imagine he can turn Mitrovic into a better, into an actual striker. Mitrovic is honestly the the best thing they have going for them. Man. <laughs> I, he's great. I mean, he's good. He's good. Did you see like uh, last? He's young as hell too. Last week uh, or two weeks ago, they had that issue. Uh, I forgot. I think his name is Kamara, uh, the the other striker. That took the, took the penalty and yeah, missed. Yeah, yeah. And he was like fighting with him, took, took the ball, then took the penalty, and the penalty was saved. Uh, and then, uh, like, you that's know, that's Fulham. That's Fulham, yeah. Oh, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. We're oh, talking yeah. About Newcastle. Mitrovic did play for New- He went from yeah. Newcastle to, yeah. to Fulham. Okay, so oh, but we're talking about Mitrovic regardless. Yeah. It was just an interesting thing because he. I forgot Mitrovic went to, to Fulham. Yeah. That's my, that's my bad. He, uh, um, uh, he, he kissed him. He kissed him on the, on the head. Uh, Cooligan style. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Before he took the penalty, then missed, uh, and then Mitrovic ended up scoring the goal to to get uh, the, to get the Jesus. win. So it, it was a nice story. But they, uh, Claudio Ranieri was like fur- he was like furious with him because he's not supposed to be taking penalties, but he really wanted to take it. So, uh, so we'll see. We'll keep an eye on uh, Miguel Amidon and see we'll see what happens because it's going to mean a lot for. Uh, the league. I mean, it's going to be it mean a lot for the future of American soccer of what this dude gets paid. So that's how big of a deal it is. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. So uh, uh, yeah, Atlanta United is going to be fine. Uh, Pete Martinez is coming soon. Uh, and uh, they haven't officially announced it, but every, every Argentinian newspaper is like, he's leaving to Atlanta United. And uh, we know exactly what's going on. Uh, but they Fron- haven't. Frondon. That's the guy's name. Salomon. Salomon. Yeah, yeah. Venezuela. Salamon. Okay. Why? You got the accent. Why? Oh. Yeah, yeah, no. Why are you talking about Because I said Mitrovic, and I'm like, that's not the guy's name. Oh. Oh, yeah. Rondon, he played. He was at West Brom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been around for a hot minute. He's, the, he's just, a, he's just a, like a bulldozer of a striker. He also has that. He has like, like the Palacio brothers used to have this one move where they would roll the ball back, and it was the only move they had. Okay. But you never knew which way they were going to go, left or right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Solomon Rondon has, there's something, I can't remember what his move is, but he has this one thing he does all the time, and I'm like, I just, if I would have learned one, <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten in the Premier League, but I feel like I just needed to learn one thing. One Why thing? teach these kids a bunch of stuff? One thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to learn, to, I'm recovering from, uh, my soccer shape class. I'm ba- I've been back at soccer shape posting. with uh, Johnny Barajo, uh, the, who we've had on the show, plays for the great, New York Cosmos. Great interview. Great interview. You always check it out, but uh, it, it's been great. It's back. It's it's in Brooklyn. If anybody's interested, you should you should check it out, man. Uh, it's a it's a great soccer class to one exercise, but also get a little bit better at soccer. Uh, and it kicks it kicked my ass. I mean, I I didn't really. Uh, the, the, they took a break for the winter and then, uh, I also rolled my ankle playing, uh, at NYC footy. So I wasn't really able to do anything for a while and oh boy, it tells it's very evident. I, it was like points. I was like, I think I might pass out at upper 90. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, but go check it out, go to soccer shape and, and check it out. It's actually really, really cool. So. Uh, all right, so that's the end of the show, everybody. Aww. Uh how sad. Uh, we we are going to be in Chicago um, to tomorrow uh, uh, till Sunday. Yeah, we're going to be there, and we're going to do like a like a fan meet up with the Total Soccer Boys. 
<laughs> yeah, so, so, so this is uh, <laughs> these are the kids of the children of the Total Soccer Show. They had kids, and they're gonna do. They have another show. We're meeting fans <laughs> at a bar with the kids of Total okay, Soccer. It's gonna show. be at a Chuck E. Cheese, Alexis's <laughs> favorite pizza. Yeah, the you. <laughs> We're taking the Total Soccer Show U15. <laughs> uh, the the boys from the Total Soccer yeah. Show. So if you are going to be, it's at the uh, McCormick Place uh, Convention, McCormick Convention Center. Whatever, it's a Chicago Convention Center. Yes, you know so, where, it is. Uh, where where the so the the United Soccer Coaches Conference uh, uh, Convention and uh, the MLS uh, Super Draft. Will be so we're gonna be there uh if you're there uh we're gonna be at podcast row come say hello to us uh come get a sticker come get a hug yeah come hang out come hang out and you know we're gonna be interviewing a couple of people while we're there uh, so it's gonna be a lot of fun and we're gonna turn up wait. at the united soccer coaches conference that's what's gonna happen bro we're gonna change everything okay <laughs> they're gonna start they're gonna hire security after this year <laughs> okay they're gonna be patting people down oh yeah metal detectives metal- my guy <laughs> you ain't got enough girls with you you uh, can't come in here <laughs> no bottle service only <laughs> <laughs> all right it's gonna be a whole it's a whole new day for american <laughs> soccer it's all because of the cooligans I, so I, Okay. Well, yeah, that? some some broke <laughs> behind us, <laughs> which means it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> they us out of here. So, uh, thank you again for listening to the show. Thank uh, you for all Gully Squad members. Please join. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Leaves a review. Leave a review if you haven't yet. I see some of you guys writing. I can't believe it took this long. So we're telling you now. Do it right now. Five stars. Say some nice. Say some funny, and we'll read it on the show. Exactly. So uh, we appreciate you. We love you. Uh, and uh, and and say what's up in Chicago. Come hang out with us. So uh, my name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The Cooligans.